0: There are a lot of students in this area, in this neighborhood at Illinois Tech, in the Bronzeville area that deserve a chance, you know, to get an education and they're smart, you know, they're like the next Tony Stark. And maybe IIT didn't give them that chance in the past, but hopefully now with our voices being heard, they can have a chance at Illinois Tech. You are listening to
1: Interactive, a podcast by UNITE, that aims to amplify diverse perspectives and encourage a welcoming and empathetic environment on the campus of IIT. I am your host, Hugh and I'm excited to have you with me through these conversations. Oh my god, we have a new podcast episode! Yay! So, UNITE is a very new organization and I am also very new to podcasting. So, we do appreciate if you have any comments or feedback or questions or recommendations. You can reach us in a number of ways. Anchor is the platform that we are hosting our podcast on and if you go to our Anchor page, which is anchor.fm/unite-iit. You can send us a voice message there, which is a pretty cool feature that Anchor has. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as iitunite or iit.unite. And lastly, you can also send us an email or joining our email list at unite@iit.edu. And that's all the boring logistics. In today's episode, I would like you guys to meet this person. Um, He is also a student at IIT. Through talking to him, I see that he's very passionate about inspiring and uplifting other young FLEX students like him. And he works in organizations or initiatives that provide resources and support for others like him so that they can... Pursue their dreams, especially in career since STEM. So, yeah, in general, he's a very cool person. Anyone who appears on this podcast show is amazing. So, self, meet everyone, and everyone, meet self. <music>
0: So uh, my name is Seth Graham. I'm a fourth year mechanical engineering uh, co-term student here at Illinois Tech. I'm also the president of the National Society of Black Engineers, and I'm also on the e-board for the Multicultural Greek Initiative. Hopefully you've heard of these uh, orgs before, but if not, uh, NSBE, or National Society of Black Engineers is a student org uh, that's also like global uh, focused with increasing the number of culturally responsible black engineers um, so we do that through a variety of ways, and then the Multicultural Greek Initiative is just tasked with bringing on more diverse Greek life on campus. I
2: see that you're very involved on campus. Can you talk to us more about like why you join those initiatives or organizations, and what is your goal with them?
0: Yeah, of course. So um, I'm a transfer student. I came from a different school. I came from the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign, and so there was um, we had a Nesby chapter uh, down there. So in terms of Nesby, I was uh, you know I was active down there for a time, and then I decided to join the chapter here at IIT. And I actually uh, one of my friends, one of me and my dad's friends, we had known him outside of school. He was the president of Nesby at the time, and you know he asked me if I wanted to be on the exec board. Um, So I applied and I got in and uh, it was a fun year last year and now I got elected as president. So, yeah, that's that's that. And then with Multicultural Greek Initiative, honestly, like there was just coming from U of I where there were more black Greek orgs. And, you know, IIT has a has a rich history. You know, um, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but, you know, we don't have as many black Greek orgs or any right now on campus, with the exception of recently added Delta Sigma Theta. So, yeah, just trying to get that sort of diversity for Greek life back on campus and make a statement, you know, have, have, you know, if if black students are new and they want the option to actually join a sorority, you know, that's uh, relevant to their historical, you know, background, their beliefs, you know, they have that option. So fighting for that option is really important in my opinion. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much why I'm active on campus.
2: Thank you for sharing that. I'm very glad that you're doing this work on campus. So we are here in the, in this podcast today to talk about your experience on campus. And I think it's a little relevant to go all the way back to your college application process. Uh, <laughs> so a little nostalgia here. So during that process, were there many academic and financial aid or scholarship opportunities for you to pursue your dream education?
0: Yes, yes. Yes, there were. And I'd have to thank my college counselor for that because she made me apply to a bunch of schools and a bunch of scholarships. And while there was an agenda, you know, they wanted to have a number to post like, oh, this student here got this much in scholarship dollars and this one here got this much. Uh, it was helpful. I had, um, I had numerous offers, and, you know, not, not the top schools. I didn't get into those, but I did have offers from really good schools. Um, and I decided to take one close to home and then ultimately after three years at that school, I transferred to Illinois Tech. They gave me a really good transfer scholarship package, so that's great. There are a lot of opportunities. Um, You just got to know how to look for them, in my opinion. I didn't know what I wanted to do at first, uh, and then I ended up just choosing engineering. And I was on the fence between University of Illinois and Howard, and Howard is a historically black, you know, college, university, HBCU. I chose U of I, which I kind of sort of regret to this day, but I wouldn't have known how the HBCU experience would have been, but when I did visit, it was nice. So part of me feels like I missed out on that opportunity to get more in touch with like, you know, the HBCU culture and stuff like that. But, you know, I am where I am today for for a reason. So, and I've had pretty good opportunities with education and career so far. So I think there's been a good amount coming my way.
2: Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I'm glad that you are at IT today, because now <laughs> we're having this podcast.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Coming to IIT, what was your first impression regarding race, diversity, or community on
0: here? You want me to be honest? I, uh, I, got to, I got to campus, and the first thing that I said was, where are all the Black people at? <laughs> There's not a lot of Black students on campus. You know, the number's pretty low. Um, I, I got to see some statistics. And, you know, IIT is located on the south side in Bronzeville. I actually grew up, like, not too far away when I was a baby from Illinois Tech. And for this, you know, school to be in a historically black, you know, neighborhood, and just the number of African Americans, you know, African students to be, you know, lower than other populations, it's kind of, it's kind of disheartening to see. And, you know, I I know that the president wrote the letter, and he's gonna probably, you know, he's trying to do his best to change that he wrote down his proposals and stuff like that, what they plan to do in the letter. But that was my initial impression. Uh, with regards to community, um, I'm a commuter student. So, you know, I had missed SOAR. Um, I didn't get to come in and mingle with everybody. So when I, when I joined Nesby, you know, those were my friends and stuff like that. And then I pretty much just, you know, um, found you know the members that I had in my class. We just, you know, talked and, you know, chilled out and stuff like that. But um, I'm starting to make more friends now that I'm here. It just took some time since I, don't, I didn't really know anybody. But yeah, as a transfer student, everybody's made their friends already, which is fine, you know, because you're coming in like two or three years later after everybody's already established. But that just, you know, is a part of the small school environment at Illinois Tech. You know, it's a small school. Everybody's going to recognize each other. Um, So yeah, just trying to integrate yourself in the social circle. It can be challenging depending on who you are, but um, right now everything is pretty good. So
2: at the beginning when you saw that there weren't a lot of black people do you think that it was hard for you to start making friends or finding your community
0: mm, no it wasn't hard but i just uh it was just weird for me to just see you know the like not a lot of black people on campus uh, i i have no problem you know making friends with anybody you know i'm i'm a really happy guy i like to walk up crack a joke here or there you know it just kind of put a kind of just like you know put me in a in a sad mood, I guess like a, a, a minor sad mood. I was just kind of like, you know, oh well, you know, that's unfortunate. Uh, hopefully, they can do something about this.
2: What do you think about the initiatives that IT taking regarding that?
0: Um, I do like how the president um, said he would try to get more black faculty in. You know, I don't real. I think there's only like two black faculty or professor uh, professors here at Illinois Tech, so that made me happy um i really want to see how they're going to increase the number of black students i there was like a number of proposals written um b- both by students and you know administration um in the draft that did go through i'm i'm glad to see that the president you know maybe he'll recruit from more cps high schools in the area or maybe he'll recruit from more local talent you know in the neighborhood but there are a lot of students in this area, in this neighborhood at Illinois Tech, in the Bronzeville area that deserve a chance, you know, to get an education and they're smart, you know, they're like the next Tony Stark. And maybe IIT didn't give them that chance in the past, but hopefully now with our voices being heard, they can have a chance at Illinois Tech and we can just, you know, eventually get more black students, increase that number, because the number was pretty low uh, when I saw the statistics, so. I do think that the support for black student orgs has been, uh, in terms of the actual administration, you know, they're doing what they can. Um, I've worked with some members, uh, but other than that, those are my thoughts on what's being done. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic is a good word. I'm waiting to see what happens. And if it's not done right or if it's not done well, I will have my voice heard once again and let them know could be doing better if the results are good
2: so what other causes are you fighting for on campus or in your community
0: um so I'm fighting for justice equality um, and diversity so with the multicultural Greek initiative we want more diversity in terms of Greek life on campus there's not a lot of black well there're not there are not any black orgs um black greek orgs right now with the exception of the recently added uh, or reinstated delta sigma theta I'm not sure what the appropriate use of the word is there but we have delta sigma theta back so that's a great first step in the right direction um with nesby we're fighting for you know it's it's really just a case of you know there is we offer a bunch of resources to black students and black professionals. You know, it can be, it's really hard to be black, you know, in this day and age, it's hard to be a minority. And so, you know, when we, we offer a whole bunch of resources that help you, that help enrich your academic experience that, you know, you find mentors, you, you network, you find, you know, people to talk to that can really show you the ropes who understand, you know, your cultural background because they have the same background. <clears throat> and then with uh, professionalism, you know, all my previous um, internships have been through Nesby, and I really found a sense of community there. So um, for me, it's just, you know, it's, it's a great organization that shares my beliefs, my, my goals and whatnot. So um, just, just doing my best with these two student orgs, it helps, it definitely helps out with diversity, you know, and equality. now in terms of justice, you know, Um, there is a lot of injustice um, in the world right now with regards to Black Lives. You know, Black Lives Matter is a big movement going on. It has been going on for quite some time. So just helping people see that, you know, Black people are not the people that are painted in the media. You know, we're we're not killers. We're not thieves. We're not robbers. You know, everything that we do is for a reason, whether it be, you know, the government, you know, secretly doing something here to make it, you know, everybody look bad or something like that. I, I promise you, you know, I want people to see that we are not who they think we are. And for me, that's a form of justice. You know, I, I've been to the South side or no, I've been to the North side rather. And they'll be like, Oh, you're from the South side. Why do you talk so well? You know, you know, this, these stereotypes, breaking these stereotypes is what something that I strive to do. Um, and you know, my father as well. Um, He's he's pretty much been asked the same stuff. He grew up in the the projects in Kaprina Greens and everybody's all like, Oh, you grew up from the projects, you know, why are you so why are you so well educated? You know, we aim to break those stereotypes and pretty much just not just show the world, but you know, also uplift other young black people, you know, show them that this is possible. You can succeed. So um yeah, pretty much diversity, equality, and justice, that's those are the things that I fight for and those are how I fight for them in a really short summary.
2: So speaking of more than time, what are your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement and the
0: protests? So um, a lot of people tend to misconstrue the idea of Black Lives Matter you know, people think that black, when somebody says black lives matter, that implies that we're saying black lives matter more than all other lives, but you know, as as people do know who keep up with the movement, when black lives matter means it's just, you know, society has not shown us that that's the case. So we're just making it apparent um, that, you know, black lives do matter. Society has historically shown us that, you know, black lives are treated lesser than other lives. Like for example, you know, you saw the um you know, the the thing with the Kenosha shooter when he was in um he went to Kenosha, shot two people and he walked past the cops and they did nothing. You know, every other case with another seventeen year old, you know, they do something, they they could just flinch and then they would get shot at. So trying to show the world that, you know, this is unacceptable, the systematic racism is unacceptable. It's it's not okay and it's, it's evil. You know, this is, it's just so sad to see stuff like this still happen. I feel like the idea of America is just to, you know, be free, you know, diverse, make your own living, you know, the American dream. But we've, Black people have been here for, for years and we're still not accepted by some. So this movement is really powerful in getting justice and support and with the protests, um, I think personally they're definitely necessary. Um you know some people are taking advantage of the protests and are looting. You know some loots have had actual context like you know um when uh, a young a young black man got shot on the south side. Some people said that everybody went up north to loot, you know, because uh and retaliation or something like that. I mean looting looting has its purposes but some people are are just taking advantage of the commotion for their own selfish gain, and there's no symbolism behind it. So I do support the protests. I want people to be safe. Um, I think it's crazy how they're charging felonies on, on people who are you know just trying to fight you know for equality and justice. But it's it's crazy, and yeah, that, those are my thoughts.
2: <laughs> how did those events affect or make you feel?
0: Kinda. I feel really sad and angry. I mean, part of me is just trying to understand what is it about people that allow them to just have such a disparity in how they treat black people and others. Like, you know, the video of the shooter, the Kenosha shooter still gets to me. You know, he just walked with his hands up. He had a whole assault rifle on his his body and he just walked past and they just told him to get out the street. They didn't even... You know get out the car and had that been a black person he probably would have had you know 10 bullets in him already and that's just the sad truth um so i really want to do what i can you know as a student or at least with what i can do now to help the movement um and just pretty much support any anybody who wants to support it um but i also and we just need change like this this can't keep going on Uh, stuff like this you know we just it's just really stressful you know you get on your phone and then you see another story of a black person getting shot or killed or hanged or lynched or abducted you know it's not normal um and it's stressful just getting on your phone going on the news um and when you get on your phone and you look at it through instagram or twitter or facebook it's like you know this this one kid was shot, you know, by the cops in cold blood. And then on the news it's painted as, oh, savage black man had a gun and threatened police. So it's just it's just it's bull, you know, just seeing how the media portrays us and then we know what's happening, we know what's going on, but they're just painting this picture to the entire world of us that we're not. So really disheartening and saddening. But as long as we keep the movement strong, I'm really confident that that there will be change in the future. So I'm being really optimistic about it.
2: How have you been dealing with those negative energies?
0: Negative energies that people put onto me, you know, I think my actions help, you know, my actions are, are that of, you know, the standard black student, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can to, you know, help out my people, my family, I don't do anything wrong. Um, a lot of black people don't do anything wrong. So when people have an impression of me just from my, from my race, you know, that negative energy, I just, I relish in proving them wrong, you know, with my own actions. Um, and I think I have multiple times, you know, I've been to places where somebody's came up to me and, you know, they, they talk to me and they're surprised with the way I speak, you know, Oh, you speak really good. I'm like, what is, um, you know, you speak really good. Uh, where are you from? Are you from the South side? They do be like that on the South side. And I was like, that's incredibly rude. But, um, you know, that to me, that's, that's a form of negative energy, uh, portrayed onto me. Uh, it's a stereotype. Now wh- another, I guess, another connotation of this, how do I deal with the negative energy that, you know, this brings onto me, you know, this whole entire thing is stressful. Um, so what I do to try to mitigate the negative energies when I'm looking at stuff like this, you know, all this sad news, um, honestly, I just, I just put my phone down. Um, I'll, I'll just put my phone down and just think, um, sometimes I'll call somebody who's, um, you know, into like public policy or something like that. Um, and I'll talk to them about, it. I actually called one of my friends and he was telling me how he was creating a, a black mental health fund, you know, cause it shouldn't, people shouldn't be you know, getting on their phones and seeing other black people die. So, you know, maybe money for mental health services is a good, it's a really good direction to go into. So I do want to support stuff like that. But um, ultimately just trying to find a way to dispel, you know, the sadness and try to find ways to, you know, help out people experiencing that same sadness. That's that gives me positive energy to dispel all the negative energy and negative feelings.
2: During this time, were you able to have conversations about racism and the protests going on with your family, friends?
0: Um, yeah, especially my friends. Uh, my friends and I talk about it pretty much every day. Um, we we agree and disagree with some of the methods. You know, some of my friends are super gung-ho about looting. I'm all about I I would rather have looting done with a specific purpose, you know, um, but I still support the overall message either way uh, with my family. So I'm mixed. I'm half black and half Filipino. So my my black side of the family, you know, it's easy to talk to them about it because they understand. Um, I will say my Filipino side, I'm not too sure. Some mo I'll say most understand. Some don't. I don't think my mom understands a hundred percent, but she's doing her best to understand, so that's all I really ask and um you know educating her on why uh this is bad, you know and why there are so many injustices and why these things make us so afraid um she's learning and um you know she's showing her own form of support as well, so um yeah
2: i'm glad that you're having um, support from your family and I'm, I'm glad you're having um conversations with your friends as well my parents are like oh these looting are bad why are they doing this they're in the pandemic and my, my parents are asian so like it's hard for yeah. them to, to tell and they live in vietnam so it's not really a relevant topic
0: yeah no i feel that my my mom yeah she's from the Philippines, and. She's, she doesn't understand the the meaning behind the looting. So, you know, to her, it's just like, oh, this is bad. Don't go out there. This is really bad. But um, the more and more I talk to her about it, and I'm like, you know, you can't always trust what the news puts in front of you. You know, these portrayals are not, the portrayals of us is not what they seem. Um, she's starting to realize that we're just getting painted in a bad image most of the time. So that's, that's good to see that her opinion is changing. And I do understand, like, I don't have, I don't have two Asian parents, I only have one, but I understand how stubborn she can be. So, so yeah, I, I understand to an extent.
2: What advice would you give incoming black students to IIT?
0: First and foremost, you know, make friends and make friends with people who understand what you're going through as well. And you know, of course, the same is asked of you. You know, you have to be open-minded to what other people are going through as well. But you know, mainly just don't don't make friends with a bad batch. Make friends with people who are going to support you because right now, you know, there's just so much stuff going on. And you want those friends to understand what you're going through and can give you support because it's not it's not easy to just you know walk down the street and possibly fear for your life if a cop rolls by. Uh, second, you know. It can help to to have you know uh, a, a mentor or a friend who understands what you're going through as well. Uh, I had a mentor from Nesby; it was really beneficial. Um, and you know, I I have friends of all you know cultural backgrounds, but the ones that understood you know my struggle, uh, I could really truly vent to. So I would say definitely you know that's important at least to me because we're all students, we're all trying to graduate, stuff gets stressful, and there's no better way to get something off your chest, you know, than with somebody who relates. Um, And, you know, especially with the way things are now with this pandemic, it will be good to have friends, um, because you don't want your college experience to be, you know, tanking because of what's going on right now. You You still wanna be social, responsible, of course, but social And it's a stressful time. So, you know, people will have your back the way that you have theirs. Um, That and just do your best for classes. I mean, you're an incoming student or you came in already. um, You don't want to start out with all Fs. It's going to be so hard to raise it back up. So just be, be a good student, make friends, be responsible, um, you know, get a good support system, whether that's in the form of friends, family, or the teacher or mentor. And, um, yeah, just have fun. I mean, these are going to be some of the best years of your life coming up. So that's that's my advice.
1: <laughs> OK, guys, today you learned about two new organizations slash initiative on campus. The first one is National Society of Black Engineers, which is also known as NSBE or NSBE. And the other one is Multicultural Greek Initiatives. They are working to bring Delta Sigma Theta, which is a historically Black sorority, to campus. The other day, I saw on the Illinois Tech Student Community Facebook group, someone complained that IIT doesn't have any like sorority or fraternity on campus it looks like they are working on it and there will be one soon so yeah stay tuned for that thank you for listening to this episode and good luck with the new semester